Welcome and thank you for joining us. At Worship Harvest, we believe that we are a movement of the gospel, discipleship, and mission. And we are committed to catalyzing spiritual, social, and economic renewal in our immediate communities, and as a result, the world. Here is this week's teaching. Studio audience, you are welcome. Let me hear some noise. The guys down here, the people in the gallery, make some noise. You are welcome to Business Garage this morning. Guess who we have today? Guess. Everyone online, guess who we have today? Yeah, we continue with Apostle, Business Coach, Father, Mentor, Apostle Moses Mukisa. Over the past three weeks, we've been going through some hectic mind resets, right? And in, on, on, in session one, three weeks ago, four weeks ago, our focus was the leader, that everything rises and falls on leadership. That feedback is just mafuta. Can you hear it? Mafuta. Session two, we talked about marketing. The focus was marketing. It doesn't mean that if you have scones in your kitchen <laughs> that you're in business. Session three, we focused on systems and processes. And today we focus on people, the team. Let's put our hands together one more time, wherever you are online. And welcome Coach Mose. Hey. Thank you so much. Uh, Coach Angela. <laughs> hey. Yes. hey. Coach, pastor, prophet, teacher, mother. Welcome. So good to see everyone here in uh, the studio. Mukuriko uh, Musenyo. And, uh, <laughs> if you are not in the studio, that statement doesn't yeah. make sense. Yeah. But welcome. Can I start by uh, uh, getting into some non-coaching business? Please. Hey. Hey. So, uh, if you're in worship harvest, obviously you belong to a missional community, and that missional community is part of a cohort that's led by a shepherd, mm -hmm. a cohort shepherd. And this coming Saturday, May 29th, 2021, we have the very first <laughs> ever. Meet the Shepherds hey. Gathering. Yes. yes. You're going to spend your, the whole day with your court Shepherds. You'll pray. You will play. You will eat. Please. I refuse any cohort coming up no with fasting. this idea of the Lord has told us to fast. No, 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 no. Not on May 29th. No fast. If your court leader tells you you're fasting, just report them to your location, Pastor. It might be because they are short on budget. <laughs> the court budget is short. Mm. And then they say, in a way to deal with this shortage, let's declare fast. Mm. So, May 29th, all day you're meeting your cohort shepherd. And they'll tell you where you're meeting them. We have more than 100 cohorts. Yes. So, that's going to be a lot of fun on one day something is going to be released mightily. Uh, if you hashtag. haven't got yourself a copy of this book called To Greatness, 
uh, they are now available in abundance. Yeah, just check with your location and you'll be able to get that. The last one that has nothing to do with coaching. <coughs> I'd like to interest everyone in uh, an opportunity that God has given us as a church to buy land. Amen. So we have a buy the land campaign going on. I know that people who attend only business garage miss out on a lot of this goodness mm. because most of it is talked about in the other services. We are raising about 700 million shillings to 800 to buy land here in Nalia. We have secured an opportunity to expand. Amen. 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 And uh, so that process is actually already ongoing. We paid a deposit. We signed the papers. And now we are speedily looking for the balance. Mm. Yes. We are also buying some land in a place called Iganga. Yeah. <laughs> Last week in 9 o'clock, I told you that we were looking at something. Well, we looked at it. We already paid the deposit. We have signed the papers. We are now looking for the balance. Amen. We are looking at some land in Imbarara. Yes. It's, it, that, that one is not locked down yet, but we are taking a good look. I think we might lock it down. And then Arua. Yes. Amen. So those four places and maybe one of the town council plots that we want to buy at a slightly smaller price now before they go up. The reason we are paying a lot now is because we didn't buy then. Mm. So we need to buy now so mm. that the future leaders don't pay a lot. Mm. So that's, that's the campaign. So if you haven't participated yet, please, uh, uh, I'm going to request uh, the business garage team to make sure that there are pledge cards at every table in the business garage, in the business lounge. Because mm. these people want to buy whole, whole whatever pieces. Also, you may have made the pledge and maybe you already fulfilled it. You can give more. I, I want to ask everyone to do more. There is a difference between doing what you can and doing all, all you, you can. can. And this is the year of doing all you can, not just what you can. Amen? Amen. So please be sure to not miss out on that. Can we get into the coaching part now? Yes, please. Yes, please. please. I would like to send shout outs. Hey. Yes, to Business Coaching Group 2. Hey. The people that we've together been learning these principles that we are sharing here. Diana Sango, uh, Chinese online store. They deal in uh, natural hair products. Diana, I know you are somewhere online. Greetings to you. Diane Komunda, uh, Nzani Creative Hub and many other things that she does. Isaac Mukisa, I connect, developing uh, apps for non-profit organizations to manage their finances. Yes. Incredible. Jotham Tumwesije, Jothado Safaris, giving you an experience of Uganda. Yes, Sanyu Kaganzi, Asset Business Solutions. Uh, we know you're watching us somewhere in Buambo or close by there. And then Elder Patience Kabera, aka hey. Kaposh of hey. Harvest Finance Limited. Hey. Yeah, uh, we, I think she might be somewhere. Mm, she's usually, yeah. She's usually, yeah. We, you can tell when she's not around. Yes. It's <laughs> a lot quieter. Awesome. So, 
Thank you so much, Group 2. Let's talk about people. Last week we talked about systems, mm. and we said that systems are people plus processes mm. in the simplest way. Okay? Of course, there can be much more complex systems. But if you are starting out, you have your shop, you sell lettuce, dodo, uh, sukumawiki, uh, carrots, cabbage, and other such, and you want to start systemizing, you can't do it without a hiring a person. Mm. Hiring a person forces you to get the things that are in your head and writing them down because that person can't live in your head. You can't just expect them to say, to know how much salt to put in the what? In the, in sauce. the sauce. If you're running a, a restaurant, which in my village they used to call a hotel, you, you can't just expect them to know what price to tell the customer. Okay, so systems are when you start writing down what is done and teaching someone else how to do it. Okay, so that's systems plus processes. Uh, that's how you get started. And so, because rather people plus processes. So, because it's people plus processes, it obviously brings into focus the question of people. Mm. People are an organization's most appreciable asset. Mm. If you got money that you spend on anything else and spent it in building people, in the long run, you will have the best organization compared to your competitors. Because everyone else is investing in everything else, but not people. They're investing in the shelves. They're investing in the logo. They're investing in the look. They're investing in the truck that goes around making noise about your product, but not the people. Someone said, what if I train them and they leave? And then someone now said, what if you don't train them and they stay? What if I train them and they leave? You've just added value to the world. What if you don't train them and they stay? You're, 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 you're done. You're done with, really. So people are an organization's most appreciable asset. As I thought about this this morning, I started thinking about something else from the scriptures. So, we are going to come and look at the practicals, but let's first look at the scriptures, okay? And you're going to get a little bit more out of this than, uh, yeah. Someone is going to turn the screen that faces us on so that we can also read the scriptures. But Second Samuel 6, 1, okay? Second, no, no, no. In fact, let me first chill that one. Let me start with Second Samuel 9, 9 and 10. Mm. Second Samuel 9, 9, and 10. Let me know when you have it on your screens so that we are together. So, I'm going to address the issue of I can't hire, I won't hire because I don't have the money. The, the business is there to sustain me and my family. Your vision is FMF. Mm. Feed my, my family. family. That's why you started the business. Now, when you start hearing people telling you, hire someone, write down what they do, you're like, devil loose. Mm. What's going to happen to us? Okay, I'm waiting for that scripture so that we can, I have it, just give it to us on this other screen so that everyone can benefit from what we're doing here. Second Samuel 9, 9, and 10. All right, we are having a people plus processes moment right now. 
Apostle, there's someone who has added something saying, what if you do not train them and they stay? <laughs> of course, that's the point. Hey, if yeah. you don't train them, they stay. they stay. So then you have a, a bunch of people who don't know what to yeah. do. And your organization can't grow because you fear to add value to people. Let me read uh, this verse for you. And the king called to Ziba, Saul's servant, and said to him, I have given to your master's son all that belonged to Saul and to all his house. You therefore and your sons and your servants shall work the land for him, and you shall bring in the harvest that your master's son may have food to eat. But Mephibosheth, your master's son, shall eat bread at my mm. table always. Now Ziba had 15 sons and 20 servants. Now, this seems like a very innocent verse. Uh, but just stay with me. Especially those of you who are online, if you're about to add sugar in that coffee, first hold it. Just look at the screen. Don't move your eyes to the coffee mug right now. Because we're about to share something that's going to turn your tables upside down and completely free you. So the reason most businesses remain small, ineffective, and eventually die is because the people who started them started them to create a job for themselves. Yes. Yes. Okay? I hate my boss. I'm going mm. to create my own job. Mm. So you start selling maize by the roadside. Mm. I hate my boss. Mm. I'm going to create my own job. So you open a small drug shop. I hate my boss. I'm going to create my own job. You start cooking uh, katogo. Mm. I hate my boss. Am I making sense? Yes. Yes. Because most people hate their bosses. They just won't say it the way I'm saying it. But they do. Yeah, because they don't know why they are at work in the first place. Mm. 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 But once you take that step of becoming an entrepreneur, I'm going to show you something that if, if you take... Today, today, by the way, we are walking by faith. Yes. Yeah, today is for miracles, signs, and wonders. Yes. Yeah. Today, it's going to be only those who dare walk by faith who are going to gain out of this session. Because I'm not teaching it from the usual do this, do that, do the other. I'm trying to tap into something in your spirit. Yes. So, your worry, the reason you won't bring in anyone else is because now you have to divide the money. Mm. Mm. That dude has to be paid something. That lady who opens and closes and stays around has to be paid something. Then they have to eat lunch. Mm. Then if they fall sick, you have to take them to the clinic. You just say, mm -hmm. Mm. I will do it all myself. You open, you deal with the customers, you close, you post you online, you go to the bank. When you go to the bank, you tell your neighbor, watch for me my, my store. You go to the bank. What? Am, am, I, am I talking at all? You're talking... You, you dread the whole idea of anyone else eating all that money apart from you. Mm. Are there any princes and princesses in the house? Yeah. Now I'm going to show you a mystery. Mephibosheth, the son of Saul, the son of Jonathan, Saul's grandson, was picked up by King David because of the vow he had made to Jonathan. And he wanted to show kindness to him. So he restored all the land that belonged to Saul, gave it to Mephibosheth, and told Ziba, Mephibosheth's servant, who had 15 sons and 20 servants. You see, 
Some people hate the whole idea of being someone's servant, but you can be someone's servant and you also have servants. It's true. Oba, you are not seeing it. it. Yes. He had 15 sons and 20 servants, but he was the servant. Of, he was sole servant. Yes. Serving is not a bad word. You see, that's why greatness eludes people. Mm. They want to rule over instead of serving. serving. Mm. And you can't overturn what Jesus said. You can't. However clever you are, you cannot. So, so he's, he's, uh, watch me. So he says, okay, now, Ziba, let's say, it's not a good illustration, but let's for a moment assume you are in my fibosheth because you're not laying in your legs. But, so he tells Ziba, Ziba, you're going to work the land for Mephibosheth. So assume that's a business, right? Mm. Today in Kampala, that would be a business because some of you live in Chaliwajala, there's no land to work. <laughs> in fact, some <laughs> people can take a whole, the only trees they see are on TV. Yes. Yeah, or yes. when they come to church here at Nalia. Yes. Some people, they don't see trees at all because they, they are not there. Concrete. It's concrete all the way. So, in other words, for you, it's not land. It's a business. Mm -hmm. Okay, let's say you have a business. And then I tell the people who work for you, your Ziba could be your CEO. Yes. Okay? Mm, yes. Am I making sense? Mm. And I tell Ziba, Ziba, you're going to run the business for Angela and make sure that she lacks nothing. nothing. Okay? It says, you there find your sons shall work the land for him and shall bring in the harvest that your master's son may have food to eat. Yes. Then the next statement seems very contradictory. But Mephibosheth, your master's son shall eat bread at my table. So then what's the point of the CEO and the staff and everyone working to make money for you if you're not going to need it because you're going to eat at my table? Uh, there are people in the room. So they are working for you, creating wealth for you, but everything you need is from me. Do people want to give us some answers in the studio audience? Maybe someone has come across a good answer. You see, Paul writes to, to the Ephesians and says, let him who stole steal no longer, but rather let him labor, working with his own hands, that he may have something to, to give. give. You see, you, you, it, it may not have occurred to you yet, but the purpose of your business is to sustain the people who work in it. Not you. Mm. You, you eat at the king's table. Yes. Yes. The king is the king of kings. You yes. eat at the king's table. Yes. When you take care of other people, God takes care of you. Wow. Wow. I have a friend, Claude, in Bujumbura, who sets up all kinds of businesses. And his whole idea of setting up businesses is to create employment. That's his vision, create employment. Mm. So right now, he directly employs more than 350 people. Wow. 
wow. in more than five companies. Wow. Even set up an entertainment company <laughs> like that brings in artists what? Just to just to employ people. Mm. And one of the companies he runs is a bank. Mm. And he figured one of the ways to accelerate employing people is to run a bank that focuses on businesses that create employment. Wow. So his bank only focuses on businesses that create employment. Wow. And they have more than 10,000 clients, customers mm. for the bank. And their whole business training for their customers is how to create employment. <sighs> We're talking about people, aren't we? Mm. I think we've <laughs> just been joined by the brethren from Quietness Presbyterian. Apostle, the, the things you're saying are, are, are quite mind-blowing because, I mean, you're setting up a business to increase your net worth, to take care of your family. So what you've shared now and, and the verse from Ephesians that you're working to give him who has need and the, they, have, they have need and we are fed, we are taken care of by the king. That's why there's so much silence. It's like there's been repentance. Look, when I was doing the whole coaching and masterminds and whatever by myself, I used to make almost 100 million yes. a year out of that. Yes. But because I couldn't continue being a hypocrite, I had to set up a company where <laughs> there are systems. Yes. So now, by the time you've paid taxes, paid people, what? Now, these, these wonderful people. My COO is here, Mrs. Mohez Rukia. They pay me three million a month, okay? Three million a month times over. That's 36 million. I'm being paid only a third of what I used what to make used without, to yes. without the company mm. when it used to come directly to me. Mm. Make the money, sell the book, the money comes straight to me. Mm. Uh, coach the person, oh, the money comes straight to me. Now the money goes to the company and Bambi, they pay me a salary, okay? Yeah, of a third of what I used to make. And yet now I make a lot more money than I used to make when I was making it directly. Wow. Even though only the company pays me only that little. And, and I know that there, I was just trying to count the number of people in the company. There's probably like 12 people now who are being taken care of, who can, who are being taken care of because you decided to make that move so you, you you these are things of faith by the way if you're just looking at only numbers i pay so and so this much then i pay so and so this much what am i left with this, it can't make sense wow yeah you have to have an understanding that your sustenance is from the king not from the business mm. and in the business your responsibility is for those who are below you because their sustenance is from you mm. Okay. Eh. Wow. <laughs> wow. Sela. Sela. Mm. Can we can we shift gears? You think you can move away from that a little bit? Eh. You're not sure. Are you going to Are you going to hire someone? No. We are going Some to of hire. you. Now, here is the thing. Don't start by putting an advert in the new vision. <laughs> you know hiring CEO, COO, CFO. C no, the money is not there. They are going to come and then they'll discover that you were operating with only one piece of wisdom, not all of it. 
You can start by getting someone part-time who comes in once a week mm. on one day and then it is very clear what they accomplish on that one day when they come in. Mm. Set goals. So they come in and do the work. That's the start. Yes. You pay them a small fee for coming in one day a week. You've started. So don't start by hiring a whole team of 58 people. Hey. Because again, the business is not going to be sustainable. And then the person can move to two days. And then three days. Mm. And then you bring in another person with another specialty. Maybe someone that you hire from outside to offer service without belonging to the company. Mm. And all of that. So that's how you should start on it. But let, let me say something else that's very interesting. Remember Solomon? The yes. great Solomon? Yes. The king? Yes. So we know that Solomon was the wealthiest man in history. Never mind what all these other people are trying to come up with, saying it was Mansa Musa nonsense, blah, blah. You see, the people in the world, they always try to contradict biblical wisdom. Mm. That's why they don't prosper hey. long term. I, I found two interesting verses. Let me first share the two interesting verses. Then I go into the Solomon one. Yeah, just, yes. just for fun. Yes, this yes. is the fun part of business garage. Okay. First, give me Second Samuel six one, and then First Kings five thirteen. Second Samuel six one, First Kings five thirteen, and then we'll move on from thirteen going down. Second Samuel six one. Second Samuel. Samuiri etiokubiri. Sura mukaga wenyiri orusoka kama yebazi wa Uganda. Oraba. Let's read together. Let's read it loud. Again, David gathered all the choice men of Israel, 30,000. So these were David's mighty men who fought wars. You say the choice men, he had, he didn't have 30,000, he had hundreds of thousands of fighters. But among them, there were the choice men. How many? 30,000. 30,000. Eh. They fought wars for David. That's like Namboli full of choice men eh. who will go out and come back and they've left blood everywhere. <laughs> now, here is another one, another verse. First Kings 5.13. I want you to draw the comparison, right? Is it there? First Kings 5.13, together. Then King Solomon raised up a labor force out of all Israel, and the labor force was 30,000 men. Are you seeing the difference? One generation was at war to establish the environment in which the next generation would take the nation to its greatness through business. Force. Mm. One generation were fighters, the next generation were economic, e economists, mm. economic people, business people, workers. That's why I keep telling people, we will not see true greatness for our nations and the church until people understand economics. Because a lot of people are, are locked into the generation of spiritual warfare and they've failed to move into the generation of business expansion yes. and prosperity. Solomon didn't gather choice men to fight. Mm. 
David had taken care of that. Mm. He gathered a labor force. Hey. Amen, brothers and sisters. Amen. All right, let's keep going in, in that text. Let's get all we can out of it. And he sent, sent them to, to Lebanon, Lebanon 10,000 a month in shifts. Shift. <laughs> they were one, one month in, in Lebanon, Lebanon and, and two months, months at home. Adoniram was in charge of the labor force. Solomon had 70,000 who carried burdens and 80,000 who quarried stone in the mountains. Besides 3,300 from the chiefs, chiefs of Solomon's deputies who supervised the people who labored in our... In other words, management was 3,300. Solomon didn't become wealthy just because God had said so. No, he moved into business. He traded horses from Egypt, chariots, and sold them to other countries. He was an international businessman. You see, uh, he did all this work, cutting timber, etc. <coughs> Don't think they were working for free. He was paying them to do the work. Now, you to taste the greatness of Solomon while you are done opening, closing, wow. you have the wow. key to the toilet, the wow. key to the store, the key to the what, just forget it. Just, you know, just forget it. That stuff is for non-believers. Yeah? I will repeat, that stuff is for non-believers. If you have any faith in the God of heaven, you're going to get out of here and you're going to create opportunities for other people. You're going to gather choice people and start building your business, raising up people, a team. Okay. Any questions about we, we, we need to no, go to? No, I'm just, I'm just thinking. Again, it's mind-blowedness and just repentance. I'm just thinking that I think it's important you started where you started, why we are in business the fact that it's an honorable thing and that it's worth pursuing and now you've just you know nailed it it's honorable we are <laughs> we, we 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 are changing literally the economic situation of our country of our country we are building a labor force yeah we <clears throat> I, i'm just thinking now about how we are never deliberate about the, the time we spend with those people because you just can't build a labor for anyway just there's repentance happening there's repentance so do you think solomon was doing all of that so he can have rent wow. cover his rent fuel <laughs> data be able to go on a holiday <laughs> <laughs> look solomon's household they every day every day they <laughs> their meal every day was a hundred cows, cattle, a hundred heads of cattle. Mm. Oh, no, not a hundred, what, ten? It was... Twenty heads of cattle. Because it was a ten yeah. and then the ten. Twenty heads of cattle and how many 100 ships? One hundred sheep. One hundred sheep and about and 15,000. There were the ten fatted oxen, then there were the twenty oxen from the pasture. Okay, thirty yeah. 
heads of cattle. Yes. Because even if we're going to fatted, not fatted, some people here will not understand it. Let's <laughs> so, just say 30 heads of cattle, 100 sheep, sheep. and 15,000 liters of flour. Yes. Daily. Daily. Plus deer, gazelles. Yeah, plus now all those other additions. Deer, gazelles, yeah. chicken, what? That was Solomon's household needs every day. How big was the dining hall? <laughs> mm. How big was mm. the kitchen? Mm. You see, people don't do those kind of things if all you're thinking about is what you'll eat tomorrow. <sighs> and your rent and your fuel and data. And those are things people worry about today. Jesus said, do not worry about tomorrow. <laughs> Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things that you're running after and making, turning into God's they will be added to you. Why? You eat at the king's table. Now you choose either you're going to eat from Ziba and his sons or at the king's table. You can't be in both places easily. You can't first finish eating at the king's table. All that choice stuff and then you run to Ziba and say, only now you're Rolex. Amen. We have to finish. Our time is up. Wow. The book you should read to go deeper into the practicals of what I'm talking about is a book called Winning mm. by Jack Welch. Jack, Wel Jack Welch and Susie Welch. Winning, winning, winning. It's an incredible book. It will stretch your mind about how to handle people yes. in your corporation. But I'm praying that one of these days, a person will emerge from these little small efforts of ours and set up a corporation that employs 10,000 people. Hey, yes, yeah. yes. That's my prayer. That out of these little efforts of business, garage, mm. what, what, coaching, etc., someone will see the light yes. and set up a corporation that employs at least 10,000 people. Amen. 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 The other day, I was reading about Bishop Oedipo and how he's responsible for payroll. That was about five years ago of 30,000 people. Yeah. Payroll, 30,000. And he said, for over 30 years of ministry and whatever else he does, no one has ever been told to wait even one day without their money coming on time. How big is your payroll? Hey. Five things. Five things that you can remember to start. <laughs> As our time runs out. <laughs> I'll put all of them in T. T's. Eh? Five mm. T's. Mm. Five T's. First one is talent. 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 Not Wohunjiro, but talent. Just talent. talent. You have to get the right talent. Remember? Ducks don't fly. Mm. Okay? Mm. And birds don't swim. So, just remember that. When you're looking for talent, remember, ducks don't fly. You'll, you'll get what you pay for. Mm. 
you get what you pay for. Ducks don't fly. You get what you pay for. Mm. You can't pay for a, 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 a bicycle race and expect an air show. <laughs> I'll repeat myself. <laughs> you don't pay for a bicycle race and expect an air show. If you paid for a bicycle race, don't keep your eyes up. It's true. Expecting aeroplanes doing flips mm. and turns. Mm. You get what you pay for. The first is what? Talent. So, recruit well. Two, the second T is time. Spend time with the people you've recruited if you're going to turn them into the kind of people you want to work for you for a long time. So, create rhythms. Create rhythms. Some people employ people that they, they only see at the Christmas. Wow end of year staff party of three <laughs> including themselves mm. so what are you doing they can't become Jesus said follow me and I'll make you fishers. they are following you are you making them into something if you're not in touch you can't yeah so time time you can't dodge the time factor. Okay, talent, spend time. So what do you do with the time? Training. Mm. Train, train. You can't overtrain, like we said. Mm. What if you train them and they leave? What if you don't train them and they, and stay? they stay? So train, 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 train. I learned something from Grace Munira, which is very important. Train everything. Let everyone have an idea about something in the business. Mm. The people in research should know about the finances. Mm. The people in finance should know about research. Mm. The people in uh, the kitchen should know about sales yes. and customer care. The people in customer care should know about production. Train everything. But most importantly, don't train task, train the person. Yes. Because most businesses are willing to train you how to get better at what you do for them but not train you how to become a bigger person. Mm. One of the best ways to train people in a business environment is to assume that each one of them is a small but equal part of your business. So can they market? Can they sell? Can they do customer care? Can they, are they growing as a person? Mm. Not just growing the muscles of, of moving the thing mm. from here to there of what they do. So train, you can't overtrain. So talent, time. time, training. Fourth is task. Mm. Training without task is what people do in church all these years. That's why Christianity is still not a majority religion on earth. People go to church, hear all these sermons for which they are expected to do absolutely nothing. Nothing. So don't end at training. Give tasks. Momentum talkers, momentum fakers talk big. The way to differentiate momentum fakers and momentum makers is task. Execute this. Mm. Move this. Move the sales number from that to that in the next two months. That's task. 
bring in five clients. Mm. If they collapse and they are oh, not in collapse acquisition, what what? Like you see. The wings are not working. Yeah. You have a bicycle show. It's not a, an air show. Yeah. Task. If you do those forties well, choose the talent, time. spend time training and giving tasks, you end up with a team. Wow. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen. Wow, wow. Let's put our hands together one more time wherever you are and appreciate. Wow, I think people are still in. <laughs> You're still in seller mode. Let's not forget these five things. Talent, time, train, task, and then you will have a team. Thank you so, 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 so much, Apostle Moses, for bringing this truth to us today. This, it, it's, it's, been, it's, it's been quite mind-blowing. We are literally gobsmacked. Like, it's been quite mind-blowing. When Apostle started, he said that today's teaching is about faith. It's about faith. And we've had <laughs> faith comes by hearing. We've had now let's be biased towards action. What are you going to do this week? Who are you going to hire? Who are you going to hire? Who do you need to hire? Who's coming in part-time? Some of us are at a stage where we need to actually bring in someone full-time. Yeah. Who are you going to hire? In the business lounge, while you're filling out your buy the land pledge, talk to someone and tell them what it is you're going to do and let them keep you accountable. Wherever you are online at the different locations, Right now, you're going to talk to the person you're sitting next to and tell them what it is that you are going to do. I feel like today's teaching is, is causing some sort of propulsion. Propulsion to the next level. Propulsion to kingdom. Propulsion to the word that we've had over being an economic powerhouse. So let's act on it. Let's act on it. You're watching today and you have never given your life to Christ. And you're hearing all these things. Part of the reason it's easy for us to be biased towards action is because we have God and he works in us to will and to do. You've never given your life to Christ. You've been struggling. We're talking about kingdom principles today. And God wants to make you a son so that he, he, you can feed at the king's table. So that you're in position to just work, to give to those who need. I'd like you to put up your hand if you're in the studio today just put up your hand you've never given your life to christ and you want to make the decision today to give your life to christ wherever you are online the pastors are ready to receive you just put up your hand and let's say this prayer together we see your hands coming up heavenly father thank you so much say this prayer after me dear lord, dear lord. i confess today that i cannot do it all i confess today that i need you I confess today that you are my Lord and my Savior. Take my life and make it significant. In the name of Jesus, amen, amen. You've made that decision today. Wherever you are at your location, there's someone coming to see you. Send us a message on Facebook and say, I made the decision to give my life to Christ today. Thank you so much for joining us for Business Garage, everyone. Let's clap our hands again. And thank you so much, Apostle Mose, for spending this time with us. Thank you. God bless you. See you next Sunday. It will be the last Business Garage. Yes.
for this oh, yes. part of the year, and then we'll take a break in June and we'll be back. Thank you so much for being here. See you in the business lounge. If your location doesn't have a business lounge, talk to your location pastor and tell them I'm ready to start one. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this teaching. We hope that you've been blessed by the Worship Harvest Sermon Series. For more teachings and other resources, visit www.worshipharvest.org or call 0393-281-555. That is 0393-281-555. We're taking territory. We're breaking in.